A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Monday Motivation. And the topic is why we should pendiculate. What does that mean, pendiculation? Well, imagine a cat getting up or a dog getting up. What do they do before they get up after sleeping? They stretch out. They do all these wonderful like down dog moves. The cats do the same type action, their tails up, the claws are even out. Well, this is generally, pendiculation is generally defined as that active stretching and yawning, especially upon waking. And it is an inborn response that we all have, all vertebrates. It's a response to the sensations that our brain has uh, received because of a lack of movement. So if we don't move for a while, our muscles get tense and brain, our brain signals to the nervous system that we need to stretch. And that is pandiculation. It's an essential part of our neuromuscular functioning. We're sending a message to the nervous system to help prevent this buildup of chronic muscle tension. Okay, so again, and you can imagine a baby does it. You, the baby does all these little funny stretches and even gets the yawn going and scrunching in the face. But somewhere along the way, we stop some of that pandiculating. We, our muscles, if we don't pandiculate, what happens? Our muscles will get tight. Our posture is impacted. We become more rigid and limited in our movement. And sometimes we might even experience pain. So our nervous system gets kind of mouth, mal-wired or mis, it's misfiring. 
because this pandiculation is contracting and releasing muscles, it relies on what's called the gamma loop. And this is a feedback loop in the brain that regulates that level of tension in our body. But over time, we develop suboptimal habits. I talk about this a lot. And with those suboptimal habits, we're sitting a lot more than our ancestor did. We're moving in in a a decreased variety of ways in such a way that our natural pendicular response can't override all these habits that we have developed and ingrained in our nervous system. So we move a lot less than our ancestors and we build up more muscle tension at a much quicker rate. Our pendicular response can become inhibited. So we're not doing those natural kind of wiggles and stretches that are really, really important for decreasing that tension in our muscles. All right, so this is the big problem. What do we do about that? How do we get this pandiculation back? It's not just like a conscious intentional stretching, but through our consciousness, through our awareness that this is that pendicular response has probably become more inhibited because of our daily habits, because of our more sedentary lifestyle, we can learn to restore posture and movement. And there are somatic uh, programs for this, but essentially at its essence, we're just trying to imitate the other animals in our lives, the other mammals. We're trying to imitate the cat and the dog and, and what we did as babies. You know, we did it in as babies, and you can see that in babies, but babies also pandiculate in utero. If you've ever carried a baby, which I have, and both both of my children, you that pan that all that like little movement, sometimes it feels like they're flipping and rolling. That's called pandiculation. So they we have that in our brains. We know uh in our nervous systems that we need to move, we need to counteract that that buildup of tension in the muscles. So we just, first of all, just start imagining the cat, the dog, the baby, and and imitate that. Now, one thing we've been conditioned to do is when we yawn, we cover our mouths, right, with our hand, because yawning is, you know, you don't want to yawn in front of somebody that might not look like you're enjoying their company. But when you are doing these pandiculation exercises, you want to recreate that yawn feeling. So you just start. So the first thing you can do, wherever you are right now, unless you're driving a car, just get the suggestion of a yawn going. Open up the mouth. And, and even if you don't naturally do it right now, start to move the arms with the yawn. Like you would do when you first wake up, like, oh, and you reach your arms up. So you are retraining the, the pandicular response by, by doing what you probably used to do a lot more of. So that's maybe the first thing is get the suggestion of a yawn going and stretch your arms up overhead like in a V and and do it in a way that um, is conscious and think about as a cat or dog stretches, they don't sink with a stretch, right? There is actually some contraction to get that stretch going. They're almost going in this massive, in this bigger range so that they can get the whole body more nimble and ready for movement. So go big, in other words, like get your arms way up there, stretch. You can actually reach a little bit side to side. 
So that's how we first start. We want to get the torso in particular, torso and the upper body uh, more awake. So you can reach the arms up overhead, have that like big V with your arms and maybe kind of circle your ribs. You're basically circling the torso. So you're just circling in one direction and then the other. And you're doing it with some, some muscle tension in your abdominals so that there's control to it. Uh, but it is just at the same time, you're just trying to emulate that very natural wiggling and reaching that animals do and we used to do a lot more of. So you can circle the ribs one way and circle the ribs the other way. To get more trunk activity, you can start with a big stretch up overhead and then lean about halfway down so you're flexing in your hips and your your trunk is is folded forward a little bit and then just move, move it left and right. The freedom in the trunk is pretty important because if you think about if we've been sleeping or if we've been sitting for a long time, not only are we not moving our extremities, meaning our legs and our um, arms, but we're not moving the trunk a lot. And the trunk, our core, is is so important for creating and moving energy. And when we become more rigid, when our muscles become tighter, we also are losing some of that beautiful energy flow. So leaning about halfway down, I mean, this, these are things that everybody can do. We're just retraining our natural um, nervous system, our natural responses. So you lean about halfway down after you do your big yawn and big kind of think of it like good morning stretch, arms overhead, lean halfway down, and then just rotate your trunk left and right. And then just kind of let it release. So that's the other part is we're trying to, tr- the reason we do these stretches, these these active stretches is that we're trying to help our brain reset what it thinks of or is understands as a resting muscle versus a contracted muscle. So we want to reach with some contraction, some real action, and then kind of release so we can train the brain. Okay, I'm reaching. This is an active stretch and the muscles are contracted and now I'm just letting them relax. The other thing you can do is you can reach up those arms up and you can kind of shake the arms a little bit. You can shake them as they're up and rotate your torso side to side. And then you can also bring them down by your side after doing that and just shake. So you're getting that kind of release that we want to feed back into the brain. Hey, you know what? I was contracted and now I'm relaxed. Know the difference. Another thing you can do is think about when you yawn, you reach up, but sometimes you just open up your chest and kind of pull your elbows back. So if you bend your elbows, if you're sitting, pull them back. Really uh, like almost squeezing the scapula together. You get a chest opening and give, and again, do that suggestion of a yawn. Ah, and then just kind of bring the arms around like you're giving yourself a hug Ah, and relax. And then do that again and pull the elbows back, drawing the scapula together, open the chest, give yourself like that suggestion video on, and then again, hug. And then the next time you do it, as you pull the elbows back, stretch your arms at opposite ways. So the right arm will stretch up at a diagonal, the left arm stretches down. You're making yourself really big, expansive, opening the chest, and then bringing it in almost like you're giving yourself a hug, and then do it the opposite way. So those are some really, really simple exercises. You can do this after sitting for a while. You certainly can do it first thing in the morning. And notice, does it, does it feel unnatural? 
And then if you continue to do this regularly, let's hope that it becomes more natural and then ultimately getting to to that place where it's more instinctive. So we're, we're channeling that innate pendicular response. We're retraining it. Because we all know that um, many people are walking around with tension in their shoulders and their low back. And some would say, these somatic trainers and and specialists would say that stretching is not going to get you that relief of pain. It's not going to improve your posture in the same way that pendicular training would get it. And it's, it's also very fun. You can really implement these, these really, these, very easy pendicular response stretches into your daily life without it taking a lot of time. It doesn't take, you know, you don't have to uh, drive anywhere, go anywhere, lie down on the ground. You can really do it wherever, but start to channel that cheetah, you know, that, that leopard, that the cat, the dog on and, and the baby, like what they would do. You see, they don't just get up and go because we have, our busyness has trained us to do that instead of taking a few more moments as we get up and do some of these pendicular exercises. So try them first thing in the morning after sitting. And I would love to know how, how it works for you. I think it's, it's really interesting research. Um, again, it's getting back into this neuromuscular research, which I love so much. And in ways that we can train and retrain our brain to perform better because our brain is giving the signal to the muscles, whether they're going to contract or relax. And if we've kind of messed that up a little bit, you know, we, it's like a malfunctioning wire that um, we have messed up by becoming a lot less mobile. Um, Our posture is not so great. And, but humans, just like all the vertebra animals can, can learn to get back to automatically pendiculating when we wake up or if we haven't moved in a while. So give that a try. The importance of pendiculation. Who would have known? I love the name. It makes me think of a panda. <laughs> so uh, get get into some of that pendiculation and let me know how it goes. As always, I'm pulling for you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.